Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number 78 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is What We Do for Jesus. This month, we're going to explore situations recorded in the Bible whereby individuals really thought that they were doing God's will and pleasing Him, only to find out that they were wrong. These individuals may have had good intentions, but in the end, they realized that their actions or attitude did not truly reflect that of our Savior at all. This week, I'd like to share from Luke chapter 9, verses 51 to 56, and it's from the New King James Version. Now it came to pass... When the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Now, this happened after the transfiguration in which Moses and Elijah spoke with the Lord. So now Jesus is determined to go to Jerusalem and the time of his ascension into heaven is drawing near. And he knew this. He wanted to and he declared that he was going to go to Jerusalem. He wanted to present himself as the Messiah, and he knew that he was going to face the cross and much suffering. But yet, in spite of knowing that all of this awaited for him in Jerusalem, he still was determined to go there, knowing that he had to fulfill the work that he was called to do by the Father here on earth. Now, he sent messages on ahead of himself to prepare for his arrival. That's what we just read in the scriptures. But the Samaritans did not receive him. They didn't welcome him because they knew that he was going to Jerusalem. And that was enough for them to not show any hospitality to him as far as they were concerned. You see, conflict between Jews and Samaritan 
had been taking place for years. And there was an, an intense hatred between the Samaritans and the Jews. Samaritans were the descendants of Jews who had married Gentiles after the fall of the northern kingdom, which was known as Israel. The Samaritans eventually developed their own religious rites, which they practiced on Mount Gerasim instead of at the temple in Jerusalem where the Jews had established true worship. So now the Jews thought of the Samaritans as half-breeds, and though there was a deep hostility between the Jews and Samaritans, Jesus did not have the same mindset. His mindset was to come for all people. So we see here in this passage that James and John, known as the sons of thunder, were so angry with the Samaritans' actions in the way that they did not show hospitality to Jesus, that they wanted to call down fire from heaven to destroy them and to bring judgment upon this Samaritan village because they refused to respond to the message and to the messenger, Jesus Christ himself. They wanted to do just as I believe they thought Elijah had done in 2 Kings chapter 1, verses 9 to 16. Elijah brought fire down against those who were opposing the work of the Lord. So we see here James and John are calling and demanding for judgment as well. But this attitude of hostility did not reflect the heart of Jesus. Because when we look in that passage that I just read again, we see Jesus, on the other hand, promptly rebukes them. He tells them that he didn't come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. James and John's actions should have been characterized by grace and not by vindictiveness. It was not right to oppose Jesus in this way, but the Samaritans who rejected Jesus would one day face judgment for their rejection. Jesus was extending a hand of friendship to them, even though they were known enemies. And in this case, not only was hospitality refused, but the extended hand of reconciliation and friendship was refused by their one true Messiah and Savior. And even though they were blinded to this fact, James and John were infuriated with them. Now, James and John responded with indignation and no doubt believing that they were doing what was praiseworthy in the sight of their Savior. They were calling down fire to blot out this village. But Jesus turned and rebuked them, according to some manuscripts with the word saying, You do not know what spirit you are of, for the Son of Man has not come to destroy the lives of human beings, but to save them. So here their ethnic, religious, and political barriers did not stop Jesus from extending grace and love to them. And the same thing should be true of us. You know, first of all, I really looked at this and I said, boy, James and John are with Jesus, they're walking with him, and then yet they feel that they're going to call down fire from heaven? If Jesus wanted to do that, he could have very easily 
had done that with the Samaritans. But they're with Jesus. Yes, they are being anointed and trained and discipled by Jesus, but they're thinking that they're going to take into their hands and do something that they thought was praiseworthy in regards to how they were gifted and being taught by Jesus, only to find out that they're being rebuked by Jesus. I feel we have to be careful not to commit the same mistake. Because another person is not to our liking should not determine if we share the gospel with them or not. It should not determine if we speak to them or not. It should not determine if we help them or not. I am concerned that sometimes we think we're doing the work of God when we really are not. This month, we're going to explore further other situations recorded in the Bible where individuals really thought they were doing God's will and pleasing Him, only to find out that they were wrong. May we stay on our knees and bow our face before our King constantly that we may truly walk according to His divine will. I know you will. And until next time, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.